0: A-S. Friends with Marketing Benefits is brought to you by. Alex, after a great show of Historically Inaccurate with you, do you know what I could go for? What's that, Jake? Margaritas and delicious ribs. Ugh. And you could be getting those right now at Get Texas here. Roadhouse. And to the listeners, you could be winning that. For free, a dinner for two to Texas Roadhouse just by doing one of these two things or both these things. Go rate us on iTunes right now or go follow LAS Podcast Network on Facebook and just at them and say, Historically Inaccurate is my favorite. That's two different ways to get entered to win Right now,
1: Are you saying that listeners can simply go and like our page on Facebook or go to the LAS Podcast Network.com and tell us that Historically Inaccurate is their favorite show and they could win yes, yes, two Alex, tickets or Alex, two free meals? Y- yes, that two. is
0: exactly what I'm saying except for the ticket part, but you guys for the most part win two meals right now and Logan's going to tell you right now why Texas Roadhouse is truly the best.
2: You can win a free dinner for two valued at up to $30 to the Texas Roadhouse, locally owned and operated right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where they make all of their dressings and sides from scratch, feature fall-off-the-bone ribs and fresh-baked bread. Their bar has ice-cold beer and legendary margaritas, and they hand-cut all of their steaks in the restaurant so you're getting the best of the best and beating out the rest. Texas Roadhouse, locally owned and operated right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Simply like uh, one of LAS Podcast Network's pages or leave a review or, historically inaccurate, on your favorite podcasting platform to be entered to win a free dinner for two to Texas Roadhouse. Hey, you Logan, did that? you
1: mean to rhyme? Yeah, you rhymed.
2: Yeah, I did
0: it. And now On I'm purpose. hungry. Whoa. I'm hungrier now that he said, let's go to Texas Roadhouse right now. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. We're, gone. Uh, we're gone. We're gone. Uh, all right. See, we'll, see you we'll there. See, we'll see you guys there as you get your two free meals just by doing those simple things. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com.
2: What's up, friends? It's Logan here, and you're listening to Friends with Marketing Benefits, our weekly podcast where we chat with our friends with marketing benefits. It kind of makes sense, right? Yeah.
3: Makes sense. Makes sense to me.
2: Thanks for validating me, Craig Johnson. I'm always
3: there for you, bud. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing
2: all right. Uh, of course, like I said, I'm Logan Adam Schultz, one of your hosts. I'm joined by Craig Johnson. That's me. And uh, Alex Schultz is going to be joining us in just a moment, sitting down in the producer's booth, giving me the thumbs up. Hi, Alex. He
3: is, he is rocking that booth. Uh, he's shouting <laughs> hi into the booth. Hopefully, that's picking up on someone's we'll microphone. Be there in the moment. Yep, there it is.
2: Good, 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 good. Um, and we have a very exciting guest with us. Today. Very
3: exciting. I'm Who's, so hyped. I'm, it's someone I can talk to,
2: <laughs> Craig. Yeah, you've been excited for for our guests that are in the the graphics world, and and this. Not that not that
3: I don't love our other guests. Of course, I love them all. Of course, they're this all is our friends. Someone like I could actually be like, hey, art stuff, <laughs> and we'll go from there.
2: Good. Um, but the guest has been sitting here. Practicing silence so well. We, don't, we don't have to break. I, I don't him. mean to
4: jump in. You
2: know? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was gonna let me set you up. <laughs> um, our friend with marketing benefits is Jordan Bergren. Jordan, how are you doing? Hey, I
4: am doing well. Thank you guys for having me.
2: Thank this you for joining awesome. us. You, well, tell us a little bit about your your artistic work and and journey. What you do?
4: Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna go too far down the, the rabbit hole of the journey, but. Um, Right, where were you born? (laughs) What hospital? But Alex and I know each other because we were musicians for a long time. We bump into one another here and there. Mutual friends. uh, Yeah, mutual friends. And uh, I got off the the music train because it just wasn't paying the bills. So now I'm actually a freelance animator. Uh, Actually, the official title is motion designer, um, which is basically where our two worlds meet. They collide. Yeah, it's uh, motion design is essentially... Um, graphic design meets animation and uh, you know that's a lot bigger mouthful than just telling people oh, what do you do I'm an animator sure <laughs> so I go with an animator now hey so. wh- when I was out, outside the booth did mm-hmm. I hear quickly that Craig hated
1: every single guest we that's what he, had? he, he actually knows. told that, that, me that that's on, actually true yeah. on this show oh. so far yeah, after every
3: that. single show I was going god that guy. Man, that's pretty brutal, man. Yeah, and I say it to them every time. Yeah.
1: You sound like you like them in every episode. I
3: know, I'm so great now, at it. Now I'm worried
1: about like what's real or not between you and me now. All right, now Alex, he-
3: is just, Alex is just gaslighting the entire <laughs> audience. Like, is Craig like a
1: psychopath? Like, I, w- <laughs> I wanted to wait till we had an audience to bring this up with you. This is definitely not a thing that I wanted to bring up to you in private. I wanted no, to make a big the, didn't deal out of it. You want to step
3: aside and be like, hey, yeah. Craig, can no. we talk about that?
4: I God. wanted, the, yeah, I wanted
3: there to be
1: the people around to hear however this went. We've
4: discovered your actual
1: real <laughs> skill. The real it's me. just, it's just you know, <laughs> is Putting my... a front on everybody. Uh, no, but job. for real, this is the first graphics person yeah, uh, we've right. had on the show, so this
3: is really cool. Well, then, is that true? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that is.
1: Yeah, everybody else we've had has pretty much been a branding specialist or um, a marketing specialist. Right, right. Yeah, Ellie might so. have
3: done so, this thing. A is a big bit, deal. A Jordan,
1: bit, we're super it. pumped to have you here. Thank you. Um, if you guys can't tell, he he's animated an amazing... Uh, logo that's going on right now in the background. What? I don't know. See, it's it's. I think it's always funny to have someone who works at a visual medium on, uh, a on audio a podcast. medium. <laughs> you know, let's let's talk about
3: graphics.
4: So we can tell them anything, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's right, right. But I
2: like that you know. wore your tuxedo today. I
4: really appreciate you. Yeah. Dressing yeah. Dressing it was a little over
3: us. the top for me, but I'm I'm actually getting used to it now. I, I Stop think I'm hating on all it. the guests. See, no, what? I think I'm in love with it. If you drank, you'd understand exactly. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yes, we did establish before the episode started recording that Craig just doesn't like the taste of alcohol. Not a
3: fan, not a fan, unless it's like a it. Bloody Mary, which, again, makes no sense, because anyone who drinks alcohol oh my is like, that's disgusting. That, that's the gross one. <laughs> and margaritas.
1: I also don't like Bloody Marys, for the record. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Bloody Marys. So you are. I'm going to give a quick Ooh. shout out to somebody local. I've, I have to. Best Bloody Marys in town are at Map Room. Yeah. I, I mean, know. we love yeah, Map I Room. I like that.
3: I mean, map room's got down. some. I'm sorry to say, I still. Bloody I haven't been to Map Room yet. What? I'm so sorry, I, still, I haven't been a Map That's room. the most offensive thing you said it's, today. It's really bad. It's just up the, I I just up the street. It's literally right, it's right there. At any moment, I could go, and I haven't. Well, you
4: can't let this reach them. We're going to make it.
3: They can't hear this episode. We'll never be
2: sponsored. Okay, well, this will come out uh, in a week, roughly. Uh So you have a week. I have a week to get the math
4: room. room. To correct this. That's right. Horrible wrongdoing. Um,
2: Jordan, so uh, can I allow you to just kind of Brag on yourself for a minute, because I just want to validate uh, some like of the incredible bragging, work sure. that Hell you've yeah. done already. Yeah. Um, you are a an animator, a, yeah. a motion designer. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the work that you've done in the last couple of years? And so yeah, been?
4: it was it's crazy, you know, because uh, we live in a super nuts time now where you can live anywhere. Like, of course, we're we're here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where we are far, far from being known as a creative mecca in any way, right? Um, but that being said. Um, you know, I, I went freelance three years ago. I used to work for a small video studio, um, here in town and we'd travel all over the place. And, um, I basically just said, okay, I'm done with full live action video work and I'm just going to go, um, focus on animation. So three years ago I did that and, you know, there was, there's some stuff that we could talk about if there's ever any freelance, you know, people who wanted to get in the freelance world. There's so much that I learned along the journey, but a side
2: note, uh, Craig, mm-hmm. that's a whole, and Alex, that's a whole series that we should do at some yes. point, just freelancing yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. self-employment as Absolutely. as a marketing professional, as a, a graphics and artist. There's artists, so artistic many amazing
4: Absolutely. opportunities yeah. out there now. It's yeah. more yeah. accessible yeah. than ever exactly. right now. Exactly, exactly. Because of things like Fiverr and... Well, and not just Fiverr, but just the communication tools. Like that's the biggest part, right? Because all my clients that I work with now are on either coast, either New York City, a little bit in Chicago, but primarily just LA Studios right now. Um, so three years ago when I went, You know, there was like I could never imagine that I've reached this point in this amount of time. And I I attribute a lot of that just to, again, those tools that we have now where uh, you can be a part of a a social network online um, of your peers, you know, no matter what industry you're in. Mm -hmm. And with that, you can actually dive in. And as long as, you know, your work's up to snuff and you're easy to work with, you can communicate well, it doesn't really matter where you're at anymore. Um, so to the bragging point, I guess, um, I, you know, my, my biggest goal when I went freelance was like, I want that moment where I can, get in bed with my wife and we can watch a, a documentary or a TV show on Netflix or Hulu. And I can be like, I had a
3: hand in that. Yeah. That's the coolest and, part. Whenever you make yeah. something and you, like, you, you see it out in the road and you're like, I you did that. You yeah. right? <laughs> You're, you're like, like honey, 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 look, 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 I made yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but here's you don't seem as excited go. as me. What? The first <laughs> time that it happened,
4: this is, this is the bad part. Like, The first time that it happened, I had the opportunity to work with one of my favorite studios. So in my world, um, title sequences for TV shows, for films, they're like one of my favorite mediums because um, um, actually a lady named Erin Swarovski, who owns a studio in Chicago, had said this. And I've always copped it from her because it's like the best little nugget where... Um, in our world of motion design in particular, where, uh, or in marketing here where you create something and it's really got such a short shelf life, right? It's just like, we'll create this national commercial for Uber. And then it's gone within two or three weeks. It gets right. kind of melded and molded into the, the mixture of all this different advertising that's constantly being barraged at, um, barraged at you. Um, At least this way, you can almost have an effect on popular culture, right? Where it's like just me making this thing that's part of a larger, um, whether it's a, a series or a film or something, you can actually feel like, hey, I can have an effect on the larger culture as a whole that, that lives a little bit longer. Right. right. It's like I did you something
3: know. that wasn't shown once for 10 exactly. seconds. And exactly. And I was and then here. Then just, yeah. And more people will
1: discover it as the time goes yeah. on and more people will com- become addicted to that series yep. or whatever. Exactly. Oh, that's so cool. Exactly.
4: So what have you worked on? So the first one that I had, uh, I've had a, a hot streak as of late, but um, I got pulled on with Elastic. And Elastic, just so you guys know, so Game of Thrones title sequence, right? Yeah. Elastic did that. They did oh, Westworld. Let, let me
2: let right? jump in real quick. I, actually, yeah. I wrote down, what are the best title animations for shows? Jeez, what are the ones that stand out? I'm and Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, Westworld yeah.
3: Yeah. West West is, yeah. is a good contender, too, because I love West the Westworld. Westworld does have an amazing great. But
4: there's so many great ones out what you do in the shadows. Is oh yes. What we do in the yeah, shadows. What we what do. In we the do thank you. Yeah. Right. Thank you. I've watched <laughs> it like four times now in the background while I'm doing my bathroom. So I love yeah. it. Yeah. The I, movie and the TV show are like fantastic. It's two different worlds when you talk about like actually believe it or not that's all 3D. That intro is all 3D but it's approached sense. in more of an editorial type way from a video yeah. perspective. Right. So um Anyways, to the elastic thing, that's who they are, right? Now, this isn't to put down, should there be anybody else that's listening out there? Of course. I've worked with some other amazing studios that are doing killer work, but for the longest time, I've just been so attracted to their work. So they pulled me on, and I worked for um, about two months on a project, which was called Totally Under Control. That was a documentary about basically how the— um, Trump administration handled COVID and their response to COVID. <laughs> and that premiered on HBO. And so it was this weird juxtaposition of I finally made it. We sat down in bed. Like we were watching this film and it was such a frustrating film to watch. Oh, <laughs> you know? Of course. Where it's like, babe, yes, that's mine right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: That's depressing. <laughs> the, the rewatchability isn't oh, uh, yeah. super high no. on something like no, that. No, I had family members
4: who didn't even make it all the way through. Right. Yeah. No, but no, they, they saw your title uh, sequence. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't even much of a title sequence. It was a little, it was a little, a uh, uh, little nugget up front. You you know? Sure. You know? Yeah, sure. that's
3: actually that's that's actually one thing I want to talk about. So when you get mm-hmm. brought into these kind of projects and stuff, how much of that work ends up being you? Like, where 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 could you be like, that's my thing that I did right there. So that was
4: a crazy one because that was my first one. I had just gotten done actually during derecho, right? Was the first time that I worked with them, and I was pitching a Netflix series so i get pulled on and as either a designer or i can also design and animate so when i first came on i had two weeks with them, and i was putting together pitch frames for this show that's i can't talk about because it's not out yet but it's super cool and i really wanted to get it but i lost it because there's like three different designers that come in put together pitch frames and then they pitch at the client whoever wins basically is pulled on to the larger production right so that was the first one and it literally Dracho happened right in the middle of the two weeks So I had to, you know, Mm. pull up roots here because, to Rachel, we had no power. Um, And I went down and I I stayed at my business partner's place in Iowa City to finish it off. And that was just a crazy, crazy week. But because of that, you know, I think it kind of gave me enough. um, They could trust me enough to give me this crazy opportunity where, to your original (laughs) question, About 95% of the graphics in that film were all mine that I designed and animated. So it was a really weird situation because since I've been working with them in other studios where that – doesn't happen you know you'll be a, a cog in a larger machine yeah where I'll come in and I'll help out on a couple shots here and there and then you have other animators then they might take it and and redo it for whatever reason because they're working on a project for six months or something yeah um so it, it varies a lot but in that situation it was super crazy because actually there was three directors for that film but the one director Alex Gibney you know he's won you know he's he's won an academy award for this like he's yeah. not for that film but for documentaries so it was this really Cool opportunity that just flew out of nowhere, um, and again, you get to be right here in Cedar Rapids creating this stuff. Like that's the world we live in now. Does that know? all seem a little bit more obtainable to you now that you're like kind of stepping oh, into
1: this sure. world? You know, yeah. you're working with this guy who's got an Academy Award. Obviously, like when you're a kid and you're watching this stuff on TV, this is it's the biggest. Yeah. It's impossible to grow up and win a Super Bowl, right? But right. now that you're kind of stepping into this realm, it's a little bit more uh, realistic than you might think, 100%. right? Hundred
4: percent. And you realize, you know, you always think about because. When I was in video, um, when I came out, like I graduated high school in 2006, you know, back then nothing like this would have happened. You'd have to go to a larger market. You have to live in a larger market. you got to grind it out. The traditional way that we all think about making it in the entertainment industry. Right. i got to stick my thumb out on the highway, hitch a ride with my
1: suitcase out to Los Angeles. (laughs) Right.
4: All and then you just, Hollywood. you just grind it away out there. And um, now we're just in this crazy world where you get connected to certain people and you realize that, yeah, it's still just a bunch of people that are making stuff and they're, it's super fun. And a lot of the times... Um, you know, it's still just people like having fun and making stuff, although they work a lot. I will say entertainment industry compared to the marketing, which I don't mean to pull too, away, too far no, away because I've had a bunch of experience in the marketing world as well at the higher levels, Fortune 500 companies and, yeah. you know, but those two worlds are much different when you know, it comes to workload like it really is. To that point of, of how it's
1: being so accessible to everyone mm-hmm. and how you don't necessarily need to live in L.A. or New York City to be mm-hmm. doing this or Chicago for that matter. I feel like the market's about to get super oversaturated then,
4: and the competition
1: to get those jobs is even harder now because anybody can do it.
4: I'd like to say yes, but there's so much video content that needs to be made that it's going to be a long time until that saturation comes through, because still, while there's more people, that also means that there's a lot more, quote-unquote, junior artists out there. There's a lot of people who haven't quite busted their chops enough, so um, there is... Eventually, I think that might be the case. But right now, there's still so much need. I mean, I can't tell you how many jobs I've turned down this year, not because I'm good, but just because there's so much work that needs to be done. And that's happening all across the industry, which actually COVID kind of led into that. You know, if you think about it, live action work that you traditionally have for an Allstate or an Uber or Citibank or something Mm -hmm. was not able to be produced. So how's that going to happen? Let's get animators involved, get <laughs> yep, the designers to exactly. come in, make it look good. We can still have our branding, our messaging on point, and we can be pushing out content, but we don't have to shoot live action. So that was one of the things where I felt really fortunate because while everybody else, you know, a bunch of my friends who are not anywhere close to this industry, they were really struggling. My work just skyrocketed because there was so much, such a need for it. And when you're, you know, when you're, when your pool is a freelancer is a national pool it just becomes a numbers game of how many people you've reached out to, how many studios you have a relationship with, you know? So it, um, is a, it was a weird juxtaposition last year. uh, Right. And I didn't want to be like rubbing it in people's face. (laughs)
3: Business is great. great. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think it's such a good thing that I honestly, it's such a good thing that it's so open to so many people now because For a while, when it's so closed off, like only a select few people have the opportunity to do something, things get really stagnated. Mm -hmm. And now that well, everyone has the chance to make stuff, the the creativity is like the level is way higher than it ever was before, Mm -hmm. because now we're just seeing stuff come from people from small towns that had no way to like show off their stuff. And now they can, and it's amazing. And
4: not just that, but also the tools to do these have become more accessible. Who can't just hop on YouTube and learn some stuff about Photoshop? It's amazing. I love it so much. There's no shortage. If you have the desire to do it, the tools are out there for you now. And I tell this, like I told you guys beforehand, like I talk with college classes and high school classes, and I try telling them, you know, like, if you're at all interested in the creative world while still making money, check into motion design or graphic design because you don't have to, like... This is a big thing. I went to uh, went through the boot camp of a place called School of Motion Online and Mm -hmm. School of Motion was one of the first. There's several of them now, but they were one of the first um, kind of online schools. Right. uh, In the motion field. And so Joey Kornman, who had who had set it up. um, put this great like 30 days of After Effects tutorials up just like YouTube tutorials that everybody could check out. And he eventually turned this into a full-blown um, um, school, really virtual school. Um, but it costs about maybe 800, 900 bucks per session. And when you took, you know, I was in the first public animation boot camp where you literally learn the fundamentals, right? Because out on YouTube, there's no shortage of things to learn the software, to right. learn, click this button with this button and, and turn this plug into a certain amount and then here's what happens. But when you learn the fundamentals of whatever creative um, endeavor you're in, it opens up where it's like, okay, you can always learn about the software. But they were the first ones that I had found that like taught you fundamentals of something. So I say that because the higher education right now, especially in the creative fields, is very disconnected from reality. That's not true for everywhere. There's a handful of schools, but when you're talking about um, you know, art schools, the price tags on those art schools are usually quite a bit higher than you'd see in a public institution. Definitely yeah, absolutely. It's insanity. And now there's this massive democratization of knowledge online being shared. And even if you're paying money, you're paying such a small amount right. compared to what you would have been before. Yep. Um so that's where I try telling these kids of like, yo there's so many opportunities now. I know I'm right. this old dude preaching to you, but check it out. <laughs> you don't need to be
3: in you know? debt
1: for the price exactly. of a Ferrari yep.
3: exactly. to get this education. There, yeah. There's so many tools to help you learn. And that's not to like, to anyone who's going through school to learn that stuff, that's not to discredit you. No, and be not like, at Nah, all. You're, <laughs> no. you loser. Because I went, to, I, I went to the University of Northern Iowa and I, mm-hmm. I graduated with my degree in like graphic design. And because I did that, uh, There were like a lot of nice opportunities that opened up for me (laughs) that I wouldn't have had otherwise because growing up, I didn't really know anyone in the creative world. Going to college, meeting people who are in that world, having professors who know people in that world really helps get you connected in a way that I couldn't beforehand. And plus, you know, there were some great things I learned in there. Obviously, is that stuff that I could have looked up and maybe taught myself? Some of it, yeah, but sometimes it's really great to just talk to someone who's been doing it for. 30 years 100%. and they're just and that's like still yeah, the no, big it's like, upside that they have, exactly, right? especially yeah. at
4: one of these national colleges. Um, um, you know, Savannah college of arts and design like SCAD is still, they've done it right. Um, you know, I know a bunch of animators that have come out there and they do so well, but a big draw for a lot of them when you talk to them, wasn't so much the skills that you learn there, even though they've done a lot better job of having real world application on how you're learning something, but they just have this massive network of professional studios. Right. You know? Um, so I don't mean to diverge us completely off into this higher ed territory, <laughs> but it's pretty fascinating what's going on right now because uh, there's a massive shift going on. Well,
2: and I think it's so important for us to talk about the accessibility mm-hmm. of things and, and information and skills and opportunity, you know, now more than ever because. On, on a broad sense, that's not just true for this specific field. That's true for a lot of different industries. Just the, the sheer accessibility of things, and especially with COVID, mm-hmm. the world has become even more small because we've we've really normalized working from home, working through Zoom meetings, mm-hmm. right, or, or whatever application and software you want to use, right. The the ability to be um, a a graphic designer or animator, mm-hmm. freelancer or professional. Out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, but work on a national scale. And that seems like it's more accessible
4: than it's ever been. And that's true across like marketing in particular. Right. Damn near any job in marketing has really, of course, COVID has just basically thrown um, accelerant on the fire of like this remote world where everybody had to do it. So now all of a sudden you see these massive companies that traditionally stayed away from it. They're, you know, now they're trying to pull people back into the office. but it's amazing how much quicker it went. Like you could kind of see it happening before, happening before. And then it was just like, everybody has to do this. Hmm. And it's normal now. Okay. They figured out their workflow, their way that they have their employees still operate and make things, you know, get things done. Um, so that's been really interesting to see because the studios that I was successful with before COVID, um, it's, it's become much broader Uh, There's studios that didn't want that before. They very much, if you're a designer animator coming in, we want you to be here. Yep. And now those studios are saying, well, we actually figured it out with our own people, so it's kind of opened the door for everybody else. It's so
3: funny to see that because, like, just knowing some people, like, who have. Like I've been at jobs where the boss has been like, "Yeah, no, there's no way you could do this at home. It's just not possible." And then COVID happens, like, "Yeah, no, Bullshit. you got it. Yeah, you're good. You can do it from home." And it's just like, "What? What? Right. I could have done this the whole time." All backwards.
1: Right. <laughs> you know, to your point before though about how you, this has all been—not to put words in your mouth—it kind of worked to your benefit, right? Oh, I for mean, sure. you are in the right place at, at the right the right time the mm-hmm. wrong time what, what do we call covid
4: yeah. you know that's, for you that's a tough the tough part exactly right. yeah but there is don't say that. no of course <laughs> not of course not because so you're saying it i'm well, not going to say it i said it <laughs> jordan did not say that
1: okay um but there is there's no asterisk next to that success right. that someone in your field had mm-hmm. or or any of the other fields that actually did see a bump in in revenue or or mm-hmm. need mm-hmm. over the last pandemic because there was a lot of factors that went into they were working against you as well mm-hmm. in in a time like that you know covid was depressing af dude mm-hmm. It was so depressing and it like so to to still be be able to wake up every day mm-hmm. work towards something that you're passionate about create something there's there's definitely something to brag about with that.
4: Yeah, not a lot of people were able to do that. No, not at all. And that's where I feel very fortunate. You for know? sure. You know, there's only so there's much a, bragging uh, you can do though. I, those, I'm going to brag for those, you though.
1: Gosh, there's there's a self-resilience yeah. though that comes from from being able to 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 find success in a pandemic. Mm. You know, because yeah. obviously now we're on the other side of this and we're seeing everything opening back up again. Mm. But I think I think I went pretty dark for yeah. like off the internet. You could you couldn't find anything I was doing for the last year and a half, man. Right. I was like, "All right, cool. Covid, Covid's done, or Covid's a thing. We're all hibernating. Mm-hmm. Um, got laid off from my job. What's the point of posting anything? You yeah. know, it, and I, and it, that depression hit me really hard, and mm-hmm. I wasn't able to like jump back out there and get it. So, yeah. kudos I, to you, man. I for, appreciate for that. for being out there and and getting okay. it done. You know, yeah. that's Thank you so it's much. awesome that you're that you're on the other side of this yeah. thing now. With more work than you had at the front right, end of it, right? That's,
4: cheers to you. Well, I do appreciate. I do appreciate it. the uh, outside brag. Thank you.
2: And there's something to be said for just the freelance hunger and need, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to push, mm-hmm. uh, you have to make things happen for yourself. And so, when you see opportunity, you seized it. Speaking of all those great opportunities, mm-hmm. I do want to let you finish bragging a little bit. Ah, yeah. Um, but just to say, you know, what other projects have you had the chance to work on that you've been Pretty well, proud
4: about. I mean, the biggest thing outside of so there's kind of freelance world. I've been living, you know, <laughs> I've been living too many lives. Um, <laughs> you know, they're all kind of parceled out. But um, kind of how I got into, you know, my, my biggest break was doing Big Ted, the Ted Talks. And that was in 2019. And I just stumbled into this opportunity. It was such a cool opportunity because they brought me up basically just to be a render monkey when it came. But I actually had spent two months up to that working on the graphics with four other animators. So it's the big Ted, the big guy, right? And you have to put, you know, you want to make sure it's polished properly. Like uh, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was kind of the first thing that had got me in. And that was like the big thing that I was really, really proud of because I put a ton of work into it did not get paid enough i love the people but they are historically very tight around the belt Mm. and with that ted talks doesn't pay they're awesome people we're coming at you pretty amazing Um, but it was a really cool opportunity and it kind of opened the door for some of these, um, larger marketing opportunities. When I say marketing, opportunity, marketing jobs, um, with fortune 500s. But, uh, to go up there, I got to tell you as a little side note, like that was such a cool experience because... Oh, As a oh, crew bad. member, you're not supposed to, like, be there for the actual show, right? You know, there's it's literally like $30,000 a seat yeah. to be sitting there. I mean, What? I did not know the, that. Oh, yeah. This is new oh to me. It, it is big. Yikes. 30 grand? It is big. Why they, did I always feel have like all it was the, just random people? <laughs> the, the, <internet> <laughs> the entire executive suite of, you know, Google, Twitter, Facebook. Like, it's the Do big one. This is. this is the
2: top of the top. Do
1: they yeah. not know that it's free on
4: YouTube? I've seen all of them. I have paid a dime (laughs) exactly Exactly. just saying but the best part was when you're there you got to watch the rehearsals and they they are very thorough with the rehearsals right they give they're very generous with their time for the people who are coming up and speaking make sure they're very comfortable so as a crew member who's from iowa in the middle of this super cool thing which who doesn't love ted talks right you'd learn the craziest there's something for everybody it's so much fun fun. yeah and where was this at Vancouver. Okay. Yep. So Vancouver is oh. their home base. Yep. And then they, they take the big TED on the road, but that's kind of the home base for that. And then obviously there's kind of the smaller subsidiaries of TEDx. That right. People come underneath and they've got their entire operating division that handles those TEDx um, conferences all over the place. Which right? we did at TEDx yeah. here in Sea yeah. yeah. Rapids. Over at the library, really? right? Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. When? Absolutely. I was a
1: few years ago.
4: Yeah. It was that's 20, the times, Alex. 2018. I don't think I was yeah. living here then. Oh. Yeah. Well. It was
1: a few years ago. Shots. So, get off my back. That's we'll, we'll do it again. <laughs> it's no, not that's, your fault. That's super cool, though, man. I so mean, honestly, what was an the opportunity. Thing that had
4: opened up these other opportunities to be like, okay, if this guy did Ted, he must be okay. Right. Right. And from there, um, like I said, I like I really wanted to get in entertainment and that's been taking up much more of my time getting into entertainment. But for the longest time it was a lot of marketing work. Again, for Uber, Facebook. Like I've had stuff in Times Square which was super cool to have up. Yeah. And, you know, like it's really just these amazing opportunities that just come out of nowhere and that's the most fun part about doing your own thing and feeling like you God. have control over the direction that you go. But what's just next week all of a sudden something cool comes in the door, you're like, How the hell did that happen? What's, what's the, the emotion like happened? when yeah. Oh, it's you see killer. something up on. Freaking I mean, that's Times as Square. good as it gets, right? Like you have this massive billboard right. that you see, and it's just, you know, it's it's. This is so stereotypical. So, Are you sure you didn't point, hitchhike
1: you know? to LA <laughs> right. with a suitcase? <laughs> I, I virtually swear.
4: hitchhiked. You know, I I had my Zoom hike. It just sounds like a yeah. movie, man. Yeah, it's super cool opportunity. But I'll tell you, it's. The, uh, and I've, I've recently, from my, my startup that I co-founded a couple years ago, that actually came out of all these marketing pieces that I've done for social media marketing um, ads. Um, from that, I got in a little, a little bit into coding. And I'm not a coder. We've got people God, on the no. team that are amazing. But I will I can't. say I mean, I the best part though is that it does. is a very definitive <laughs> you have got it right or yes. you've got it wrong.
3: That, I don't, that is nice. It's know, like it's like it's like you either did it or it's it's all it doesn't wrong. Work. Yeah, <laughs> it's, doesn't work. Nothing works at all. Exactly. It's horrible. With, and it's you amazing. can as
4: you can speak to with design, it's like very subjective. Oh, this oh, yeah, is good. Like, yeah, you know, I think that'll work well. What's our messaging? It gets very granular and like you could pick apart a million ways but with with coding when you've been banging one your head note, against yeah. the it wall, it's like boom, it works. Oh my god! You throw up your, you know, your fist at the good desk feeling. and like, oh, like, yes, I did it. I, I found have the no one. Idea.
3: I forgot. I found the one bracket I forgot to put in, and like the hundred lines of code <laughs> right. here. And oh, no, it man. all works. It's, Why it, would it, anyone it's much more <laughs> want to bigger. do that? It's amazing. I, mean, I, I
1: know though. there's a place it's that amazing. we need that for, but just looking at the
4: matrix all day. I'm telling you, as a creative human yourself, I genuinely do believe you'd love it because it's a way of being creative but it's in a much more pragmatic like here's what i need to create how do i make that happen you know it's much more it's like, of like puzzle
3: solving it is yeah, it's, yeah so it's, it's just when you get it right it's, so it's like bad. oh i did it you i guys, solved
4: the thing do you guys
1: like putting together puzzles like on a table no
3: no, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> that, that is like the worst <laughs>
1: pastime for me. If <laughs> I could make my own puzzles, though, I might be. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Uh, right. Cut it up yourself. Quick, now you put it together, people.
2: <laughs> quick side plug. I wanted to try coding as well. Yeah. So I actually signed up for um, Delta V Code yes. School uh, through yes. NuboCo. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend it to anybody. And it's a great way to kind of dip your feet into it and see if it's right for you. So um, they have a great like one day 101 course. And they have a 102 course that's, I think, a week. Um, and those, those two courses together will really give you a sense that this is right yes. for you. And those are really affordable and accessible, if not sometimes free. So, um, reach out cause they really want to get people through the door there. They're doing great work.
4: And I got to tell you, I'll piggyback on that because I've got my co-working space, which is a whole other conversation of getting out of the house, which we all experienced during COVID. Yeah. yeah. But it's over there and I work next to the Delta V folks. So they are awesome, awesome people. If you do take the opportunity and want to learn about it there, you couldn't be learning from. Are you co-working people. with, uh, the vault? Yeah. Yep. Over awesome. at the vault. I love it, man. Yeah, it's nice to get out of the house. Love it. That's great. I
1: having a third space nuts. is huge. Yeah, that's something we've been talking about. Like when we were when we first started this LAS mm-hmm. podcast network, we were doing it in my office. Right which under the stairs which we had a, which was a door under my stairs yep, yep. to get it it was kind it's of a secret some harry room. potter stuff going it on. Big, really was big harry potter vibes it's, i love that room it was cozy though i love that room it's got a drum set now in it so because so i don't perfect. need to make room for you guys yeah <laughs> um, um but the second we moved this thing here everything changed mm-hmm. everything changed all the product changed the conversation changed um there's Something about the energy of a third space. Yeah. I, I it's hard well, to explain. When you go
4: here, you're coming here for a reason, right? Like if you're in another space that you're using, whether it's living in or maybe you've got another business you run or whatever it might be, yep. it's kind of it's easy for things to mix together. But at least when you have a space that is. Particularly for this purpose or this part of the business or this business, it's very much like here I come. We're here. Let's do some work. And you have that not only a separation, but it does kind of create that that energy. Like
1: I don't know, yeah, energy, sense of it's urgency. It's becoming tangible
4: too, right? What yeah, we're doing is
1: exactly. We got a place for it. Exactly. <laughs> that's so a, as that's a great way to put it,
3: as like a as like a freelancer, do you find yourself getting out of your house like often to just like. It, like, do you work mainly in like your home office or something like that? Or no. do you find yourself out well, about Well, when working? I was,
4: that's the big thing was the first six months that I went freelance. And this is why I went over to the vault for a co-working space. First six months, I was reading all sorts of like medium articles about, you know, how to get yourself in the right firm mind. Because I would work quote unquote, 12 hours a day. And I would get maybe seven hours of work done. You know what Ah. I mean? It was just like, Oh, you know, you sit on, you, you have lunch. I'll finish this episode or, you know, I'll, I'll see how this F1 race finishes off. (laughs) And then all of a sudden there goes an hour and then you'll come back. So there's no separation there. But to that, I would literally like, I pulled this from a medium article. I'd walk outside and walk around the block every morning because I've in your brain, yeah. it's supposed to shift. Like, yeah, you are going to work, right? You're, you're like, like, you gotta
3: going to something. Yeah you're, yeah, you're moving. Exactly. And movement is important, people. Yes. Always remember to stretch and move your bones. An object in motion
1: stays in motion. <laughs>
3: Yes, Alex, that is true. I'm proud of you. And otherwise, <laughs> some, m-
4: somebody said that. I'm Someone sure. did say that Besides at one point. Me. You said that. Just take credit for it. Yeah, me. it was you, Alex. <laughs> did you
3: come
1: Wayne that? Gretzky, <laughs> <Wait>.
0: <laughs> Michael Scott.
1: Oh, <laughs> Michael <laughs> anybody that watches The Office gets that joke. Anybody that doesn't get that joke, I'm not going to explain it to you. <laughs> Go watch The
2: Office. We recommend it. I'm going to jump in here because we do need to take a a, a mid roll break mm-hmm. and uh, check in with some sponsors and when we come back, Jordan, you're blowing my mind I want to keep talking to you uh, about a number of things but I want to bring it a little closer to home mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about you know what your experiences might mean and your insight might mean for some local business owners, mm-hmm. for aspiring marketers and designers and uh, I will probably force you to sing the icarly theme song what, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> And we'll talk about that too when we come back in just a moment.
0: Friends with Marketing Benefits is brought to you by. I'm Alex Schulte. And I'm Jake Trumper. And this is the promo for our brand new podcast, One Word Stories, where we take one word, like fear, that's
1: kind of dark, uh, or spaghetti. Well, I don't know if we're going to do an entire episode about spaghetti. Are you hooked yet?
0: I hope so. Whoa. I just, I just noticed, noticed that, that we keep we... speaking in unison. How, How do we... we stop? Oh, wow. IT'S It's STILL still happening. HAPPENING! Okay, what just happened? I
1: don't know. It's like we've been spending way too much time together and we're starting to finish
0: each other's- I quit. What? I just don't get it. What's not to get? So I just get one word and talk about it? Who cares? I care. Give me a word. Middle school. That's two words. You get the gist. Okay, one time in middle school, a girl hid in the bathroom during the school dance specifically so I wouldn't have to ask her to dance with me.
1: Okay, I'm starting to understand why you didn't want to do this. One Word -word Stories. stories. We're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa.
0: New episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Okay, Okay, I
1: think that was a good take. take. Wait, Wait, no. no.
0: Why does this keep Keep happening? L.A.S.
2: Welcome on back to Friends with Marketing Benefits. I'm Logan.
3: I'm Craig. And I'm Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well Got
2: done, it, Alex. Got here just in time. Made it back to the mic. And we are talking with our friend with marketing benefits, Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> hey. hey. I Jordan. to do it. Oh, I'm sorry. Else uh, did. Our friend with marketing
1: benefits. Jordan. Jordan. Hey. Hi, Jordan. Hey. Jordan. There should have been some explosions around that or something. It was so exciting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just
3: saying. <laughs> uh,
2: it was just the 4th of July. We were recording this on July 5th.
3: Yes. Ah, I'm covered in mosquito bites. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. I'm coated in them. It's great. You were outside this weekend? Did you saw fireworks? Yeah, I, I did. It was like being in the goddamn Bora War. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> What?
1: Well, all right. Flashbacks or what's going on here, Greg? Is there something of your past we don't know about?
2: <laughs> Not what I expected.
1: What show is this? Oh. Uh, that's really funny. Alex, what'd you do for the fourth? I swam in a pool all day and then watched the fireworks um, from down the street from Cedar Rapids Country Club. They were glorious. I mooched, yeah. I mean, yeah, all the
4: fireworks this year
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, so last year, the the 4th the of July party that I usually go to every year was canceled last year, of course. Of so it course. was super good to see everybody again this time. Mm-hmm. It was just a freaking awesome party. A- ate a lot of food, and yeah, it was it was great. What about you guys? What did you do, Jordan?
4: Uh, <clears throat> I, I sat on our roof and watched. It was pretty low-key. Hell yeah. It's been uh, awesome. So I took time off from work. And I've um, had a lot of a lot going on with, with this this other company. And then I also redid two bathrooms at home. So yeah. it's been Jeez. like a crazy, like time away was no time away. So it was like, you know Some what, people this don't weekend I'm not going to do anything. Dude, I wish we didn't because I'm the one redoing doing right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the life though. What did I mean,
2: you do, no. Logan? Um, very similar things. I think once you reach a certain point um, – that's what holidays become for you—is just time to just catch up on things, vibing for a second. So yeah. we're—you know—I'm starting multiple businesses. I'm a, a full-time real estate agent and killing it. Call me, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also have a baby coming hey, in boy. a month.
3: Oh, from where? Uh, um,
2: from, from from Costco, Antarctica. <laughs> wow, how are they getting here? It's a baby penguin. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a baby penguin. <laughs>
3: you ever seen the movie Robots? It's like that. I have it's seen true. the movie Robots. <laughs> they come in
2: a box. You know? I that's love the movie. only thing I remember
3: about that movie. Actually, that's is literally also the only thing <laughs> the I remember from that delivered. movie. Oh, <laughs> a, you missed the baby delivery. Oh no! But that's okay. Building, it's the best part. <laughs> Didn't you I had that. The box?
1: I had that movie on DVD, and I think I watched it like four times. It's like a fever in cream. the in the first day that we got it. That movie None. is a fever. Dream. After that, it
4: was nothing. Well, <laughs> I, just well been I, I watched it a lot
1: of times. I mean, this is back in two thousand, <laughs> and I don't know two. I was going to say
2: that's like the mid aughts, yeah. like I was fever dream time. It really I was, a, was, I was a little kid, especially for like animation in particular. I feel like that was Dude, Robin yeah, was Williams. A Wild is in West. Movie. That's like she Shrek was. time. Yeah. I
1: that's you know, oh, man. Hey, I was
2: like, that was like DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't want to say B tier, but like B tier animated movies because
1: it wasn't Pixar. Is, is it, really that's, right. that's what made it B tier exactly. that's right well if, yeah. honestly if yeah. you're not it, there's there's Pixar and then there's everything else it's true right. Right. I hate to say I will tell you though Sony
4: the animation, oh Sony Sony
3: animation has been killing it like you're absolutely right
2: we're talking about Spider-Man right but Spider-Man's also oh my really, god it was but
3: watching it was the breakdown
1: video of that Ugh. did you see what they just put out on Netflix uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines that was great oh I heard a oh, lot about, about it that. I have I've seen that seen same people only
4: thing I'm gonna say it's fantastic only thing I'm gonna say the the animation was great. The story, it had its moments of almost wanting to be too Pixar-esque for me that I felt like it came a little short, right? But it, that's being very nitpicky because it was yeah. still, I really enjoyed it. But the Spider-Man, I mean- Their version was insane. Into the Spider-Verse, specifically. Yes, Into the Spider-Verse. So I I was up in Vancouver in 2019 for something called Blendfest, which in our MoGraph little scene that I'm in is huge, right? Um, Very limited capacity. But go downtown Vancouver, and one of the speeches that they had, one of the speakers, was the animation director for that film. And the entire auditorium was on the edge of their seats just like this is amazing because yeah. there's so many just nerdy technical things that they had to work through. And he listed all of them. He was supposed to have 45 minutes to talk and he ended up going an hour and a half. He's like, guys, <laughs> I'm really sorry. They're telling me I got to get off the stage. Everybody's yeah, like, no, no please. No,
3: yeah. Do it. This is incredible. <laughs> So, I mean,
4: that movie, they fit in how many
1: different styles of animation into oh, that it's, it's one brilliant. thing. It's brilliant. To but bring them all from It was different really courses. cool.
4: Because apparently, early on, he was showing some of the early character renders that they had, which was very Pixar. Like, they pulled in some of the big oh. boys. In the uh, the animation universe, entertainment animation universe for character design, they're like, you know, it's just not, it's not different enough, right? They they actively recognized like this is too close to Pixar. We need to stay far away from that right. and do our own thing. Yeah. So they actually had to delay the entire film, and restart eight months into the project wow. because Jeez. of that. And because of that, you got an amazing movie, though. I
2: right? mean, oh, right. yeah. so glad they did. It's one of those pieces of art where, even for myself who doesn't know much about animation, doesn't know much about you know that world, mm-hmm. you recognize that you're watching something oh, yeah. special. Exactly, like you you see something incredible is happening on screen
4: mm-hmm. while you're watching it. That's yeah. it's a really cool experience, and that's when you know you've done it right. When people who aren't really like steeped in the world are like. Ah, you just you can't put your finger on it, but you yep. can just be like, oh, I noticed something's here. Right. right. That's well, when you're it, like, okay, you're with that movie right. specifically.
1: I mean, uh, my girlfriend never really watches the superhero movies, mm-hmm. but she loved that one. Right. You're right. So the people right. who aren't gung exactly. ho about Spider Man can still find something in this. Oh,
4: exactly. Oh man. I love so
1: that's it. gotta be what you're trying to do now to segue <laughs> back into <sighs>
4: Jordan. What a task. I was right. going
2: to say, so I, I kind of teased that we were going to bring it a little closer to home yeah, now yeah, in the second half of the show. Um, although, thank you for the master class we got in the first half.
4: Appreciate <laughs> for it. For we are so far from marketing world. I apologize. We no, it's back. great. <laughs> yeah, it's all good stuff
2: because this is about our friends with marketing benefits right. and, and that's you and, and that's mm. that's who you are and, and mm. I think we got some great stuff. Good. Um, but I do want to bring it back home a little bit for mm-hmm. the people listening and how they can apply some, some of your advice and some of your insights and some of your thoughts. So, uh yeah, it I really want to dive into how people can take some of the things that we've already talked about and apply them into their businesses. You know, how do Oh, here. I can talk about this. We were just talking over the mid-roll break. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find the right way to kind of frame this, and I think this is a good way to do it. We have a fantastic, brilliant logo that Craig has built for us. We do. And we all have said we do, yes, we do, we definitely do. And we all have said, "Gosh, we really need to get that animated."
4: Mm-hmm.
2: We really, we know, and we, we, and you and I were talking about this mm-hmm. before we started. Video is so important, mm-hmm. so integral to to outreach right now. To mm-hmm. output whatever you're 100%. doing, no matter what you're doing, social media platforms have made it so that video is so accessible and so in your face all the time. Side note: Did you
1: see what the Instagram uh, the the CEO, I don't know, CEO of Instagram or whatever just said they're going to start prioritizing. They're, they're shifting quite a bit. Sure, they're prioritizing video over photos. They don't just want to be a photo platform anymore. They um, and they're also they going to make, make it a photo platform, right? Yeah. And also, they they're going to have more organic reach mm-hmm. on the platform. So you're not going to be mm-hmm. seeing only things from the people you follow because mm-hmm. they're taking a. Uh, they know that TikTok mm-hmm. is. Up and coming, it's becoming the biggest thing as far as video platforms go. You know, they've absolutely. got to be munching into their share. Catch, for yeah. Sure the oh, share yeah. Instagram that. numbers are going down. TikTok mm-hmm. numbers are going up. That's not a yep. coincidence. Yep. So, yeah, absolutely. Video it's, is so important, and the so algorithm important. knows it. Yeah. There there I you go. Go. There's the put a dollar in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> every yeah. time I say algorithm, I got to put a dollar in the jar. Yeah. It's a dirty
4: word. I mean, Logan thinks I use it too much. It's applicable in so many places, you know.
2: Well, know. especially is, in this though. line of work yes, and in this show, completely. it happens completely. Uh, but I really, I think it's a struggle for your mom and pop shop, mm-hmm. your even your your striving mm-hmm. business on a local or regional level, mm-hmm. to really prioritize or invest into video and into that kind of um, highly produced professional right. output. Mm-hmm where does somebody even start? I mean, you assume they have their brand kind of figured out. Yeah, for real. But how do they go about creating that content and figuring those well, things out? You I think you I
4: think you hit on the important part. And honestly, I'm going to kind of back off promoting, I am going to plug, I'm going to do a shameless plug here in one minute. Do it. To kind of to back off of um, the animation side of things and presenting yourself. I think the most important thing that I've come to find out with my experience, which we haven't talked a whole lot about, but I've had a lot of experience at the highest levels creating social media campaigns yeah um, and video and the most important thing that I could say that a, a smaller shop around no matter what industry you're in I would say primarily obviously consumer facing industries but whatever that might be right um, is to focus and actually consider spending good money on your brand and what your brand is saying and who it's talking to because without any of that, As much as I'd love to say there's a bunch of animators out there that will help you out and you can find them online, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't ultimately matter. I could create the best little animation piece for you. And quite frankly, it's not going to really land. It's not going to stick if you don't have some sort of brand voice and somewhere that is unified across all of your messaging that you're sharing with the world. If that's not there, it doesn't matter. Um, So in saying that, here's my shameless plug. When I went freelance, um, I co-founded a startup with uh, several friends, and um, one of which is in Boulder. We've got another developer in Amsterdam. Uh, our fourth founder is down in Iowa City, who um, has a lot of experience in the agency world um, as a creative director. And then we've got a couple other developers on board. But what we're trying to do, um, kind of on one silo, is create a platform where anybody, these perfect example, these small mom of say you're an e-commerce store, right? You're selling stuff on Amazon, which Amazon's another company who has just kind of done a complete overhaul within the last year, mm-hmm. maybe year and a half of saying, we're really focusing within our advertising on the platform to be video-based. Mm-hmm. So, Um, From that, we want to supply a platform where anybody, you don't have to have the skills within, you know, the Adobe suite of After Effects and Premiere for video and Photoshop. We can supply you a marketplace to actually pull in templates that you can use and easily populate yourself. So that's one of our big things. And this is called Simplate. You can check us out at Simplate.io. We are, are completely bootstrapped. So... This is my personal dream and the real big thing that um, I'm getting behind right now and trying to build. But we understand that there are so many people just exactly to who you're speaking to right now that don't have access. Because even, and and a big part why I kind (laughs) of, to rewind a little bit to say why it's so important to focus on your brand, is that even when you do have that figured out, unfortunately there's areas... Around the U.S. and Cedar Rapids is one of them where things like animation are still hard to access. Yeah. Unless you're going into a, quote unquote, a relatively larger agency to help you out on a, on a grander scale. Right. Um, there's very few um, actual studios motion design studios who focus on the smaller customer and that can be really difficult i understand i've helped out a bunch of friends with their own products with their own companies they're trying to get off the ground because i believe in them i love them they're my friends um But it's just a little bit more difficult. Um, Now, that's not to say there's still a lot of great platforms. I don't personally like it a whole lot, but you can go to someplace like Fiverr and get some of this stuff. But again, the reason why you need a strong brand is because if your brand speaks for itself, you don't have to rely on quality animation to be able to get in front of people and be able to actually make an impact with what you're saying. You need video. Everybody understands that. You need it right it's just almost a necessity now if you're if you're marketing yourself and you're a forward facing company but it, why would you come in an audio product and say that why would you <laughs> why would you hurt us like that i know I we know. have social media it's unfortunate. we are definitely going to in, in video is, at some point here it, it is unfortunate um you know, it my is dad coming. Was, it is coming. Actually, it's funny because my dad uh, was in the video production in business forever, and he actually made his segue from music as a as a gigging musician for several years when he was younger into radio ads, and he has oh, got really? some of the best radio ads. Man, you listen to these things. <laughs> oh, a lot wow. of them are not politically correct nowadays. All right, of yeah, they're so great. So I do have love for the uh, audible based marketing, right? Right. Um, <laughs> but it's you know that's just how the way the world is nowadays needs something to grab them
2: but you're right I mean even when we on our social media we post a lot of video it's it's our podcast cover photos Mm -hmm. and sound waves Mm -hmm. but it's a video file so it's being prioritized so there's something to visually engage with Mm -hmm. and you're also hearing our audio product Mm -hmm. we will incorporate video and we will have video podcasts Mm -hmm. um, at some point in the future Um, but I mean you're right we are we're still very early on in our Mm -hmm. adventure with this company we're a little over a month in now and uh, even though it feels like we've been doing this for 10 years <laughs> it does in a good way in a good way
1: in a good way i'm so unhappy <laughs> <laughs> get out Help! get out someone please help
2: me It's trapped here i'm oh, laughing so but i'm so serious yes.
1: <laughs> no i'm just joking i'm just joking but seriously help <laughs> Alex, yes. someone's going to believe I'm just you. joking, I'm joking Or am I? Stop!
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we will have video uh, But we are a scrappy startup yep. You know, um, yep. we're, we're paying for this dude, out of pocket like, Right now yeah, And so figuring out our brand We took an entire month to figure out our mission, vision, and values yeah. To figure yeah, out our did. brand To figure out what we wanted to say mm-hmm. uh, Figure okay. out who we were speaking to and mm-hmm. why and and we've really held to that in a lot of ways and i'm and i'm proud of what we built and i feel like we have built a good foundation to move forward on mm-hmm. and when we step into animation and when we mm-hmm. step into a more professional video our brand will support us in that work that is huge and i think that'll help i think that's yeah. a good way to think about it and
4: i feel people's pain like we've gone through this with SimPlate ourselves and 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 it feels like a cart before the horse situation you know when you're like We got this idea for a company. We got the guys together. We have the motivation to do it. And we're going to sit here and we're going to talk for a couple months about brand. It's yeah. so like, I get it. We all get it. We don't really want to go through this. If you're a business owner that's trying to get something off the ground, you feel like there's better ways to be using your time. But unfortunately, like many of us, that's hard to have the capital to actually allocate to that in, in the early days or if you're just a smaller shop with a couple employees. So that's why it's all the more important. Like hats off to you guys for taking the time to do that because it's not fun, but you're 100 percent right. When the time is there, you've got the foundation and you've got the consistency to actually be able to scale that. Because that's really how I think about um, right. having a brand. is It's laying down the foundation so that when time comes that you have the means, Simplate.io... To scale something, <laughs> you've got the foundation to be consistent wait, with it. Wait, wait, what was that website? I didn't yeah. I didn't quite catch it. Simply.io. Got it. <laughs> awesome. Simply.io. <laughs> so it's I mean, it's it's the most frustrating thing that I've come to find out in my new world and, and exploring like we were talking previously about yeah. like I love there's tons of creativity in the business side. It's just looking at it through a different perspective than visual arts or music, you yeah. know? It's it's completely different, but there's a ton of it there. There's a ton of problem solving, and brand is elusive, and it will be elusive. But that's why you need to spend the time on it and talk about it with your business partners. It's just so important. They need to make it sound cooler when you're a kid. You know, they do. Like, yeah. I grew they up do. thinking I need to it's be like
1: rock a star thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. They They're like this they mundane kind of yeah. right. Branding is super cool. Yeah, it There's, is cool.
3: Yeah. And honestly, it. Here's also a really important facet that I think a lot of businesses tend to forget is it helps it, when you have a good brand. It helps when you're working with someone else who has to use your brand for something. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, I work with T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. When I get when I'm working with someone who has really nothing for their brand, they just want their T-shirt to have like something on it. I'm just like, all right, what do you want this to be? And they're we're answer, the lions. We their, want a to lie. Yeah, they're like it. their answer is, oh, I don't really know. And I was like, I, I so badly want to be like, well. F- figure that out right, first right, and then right. we'll go from there like it's but it's just like y- you you got to have that brand first so that when someone want like when you bring yourself to something and they're like okay well give us your brand stuff so that we can use that to promote you and you right. go i don't i don't got I got, I got nothing they're mm-hmm. going to be like mm-hmm. well this that sucks, gonna, yeah. Th- that's where you, honestly, <laughs> well,
4: though, it's tough in your position, but you want to be like, hey, quite frankly, you're it's like, wasting your money then. It's like, right? could you you figure, figure that right? out real yeah. quick? Yeah. Yeah. You're wasting Energy. your money if you don't have that in place. And at least, like, I'm a visual creature, you know, like, that is my realm now. But even if you aren't going with a full-blown brand, color palette and fonts and all this kind of, you know, visual side of things, at least come to agreement with your company or your business partners to say, we have got a consistent voice. Yes. Right? That's that's really huge.
1: Well, actually, when we were starting this company and we were establishing our brand and trying to come up with that, you almost said it word for word, Jordan, of something that Logan said to me months ago. I, this is probably back in January when we were still trying to figure out what this thing actually was going to become. Mm-hmm. And what brand, what your brand can be for you is the word you use was foundation, mm-hmm. absolutely. But it's also when you start. This is something that Logan said, right? So when you start to lose your way a little bit of what you're doing, you can always refer back to that foundation back to, it, to yeah. guide you back on the path of what you're exactly. trying to do, you know? So without that foundation, sometimes you kind of forget what you're here to do. You mm-hmm. forget the reasons and that keeps you consistent. It keeps you honest. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really important. You, this, get, you need this the, the be, base before you build this, the house.
4: This wouldn't be an appropriate Cedar Rapids Entrepreneurial Podcast if I didn't mention Steve Shriver at least once. He so, comes up frequently. Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. So Shriver, and that reminds me a lot of, it really does tie into the same vein where I remember talking to him one day, uh, which he's a good friend of mine. He played in in Jordan Bruce and the Dare Electrics. You know, he was, oh, really? He played harp with me. Yeah, I didn't uh, know that. So that's how we knew each other for a long time. Good friend. Um, but, you know... Like when we were talking about a business plan, I'm like, I don't really need a business plan. Right. But it all comes down to that same essence of like, he's like, when you get into it and you're in the day to day operation and you keep moving forward, all of a sudden you're going to look up and realize you're going the wrong direction. You need something to come back through and ground yourself. So the branding does the exact same thing, but it's more in the forward. It's not so internal. It's not the internal side that's keeping you on track. It's the external. We're trying to stay on track when we present ourselves to the world. So I love that. Yeah. Spot on.
2: If our brand is going to be local, authentic, surprising, how does everything we do fit into that in some way? Mm -hmm. How is it local? How is it authentic? How are we always representing authenticity? Mm -hmm. And how are we remaining surprising to ourselves, to our audiences, what that means? I think that's really, you know, putting your values forward and making sure that the decisions that you make always reflect your mission, vision and values.
4: 100 percent. Absolutely. I love that. I need to hang out with you guys more often. <laughs> I, I was this. gonna say, you do need I don't gonna have these conversations. Here's where this podcast.
2: Here's where this podcast is gonna end. Um, the answer is you're gonna come back on the show. I hope so. Because we talked <laughs> about. Are you kidding? I wrote down a bunch of things that we aren't even touching on. Yeah. You talked about the shelf life of a commercial creation. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that. Uh, you talked about um, pitching yourself for a project. What does that look like? Talked about. Um, you know, oh, talking more about the freelance experience and working out of Cedar Rapids, and I want to dive more into that whole world. How do you find opportunities? How do you stumble on opportunities like you did with with the Big Ted, right mm-hmm. in Vancouver? Um, how does pay work? What should somebody pay for these types of services? Whether that's you're a, a, a small business <laughs> yeah. or or a Fortune 500 company, What does that look like? How do you value your own time? I think that's really interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. great question. Um, you talked about hitchhiking out to LA, and you said you did a Zoom hike, right? <laughs> yeah. It oh, has
4: essentially I, been a Zoom hike. I mean, you know? <laughs> I think that's a great
2: story. So, I mean, there's so many things that yeah. we we should keep talking about. So, I hope you'll come back so on the guys show. You know, anytime, man. Absolutely, we got to
3: do a part yeah. two. Yeah, I'd love. Maybe to. make it
1: a trilogy. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, are we going to franchise this? <laughs> absolutely! Oh, it's happening! It's yeah, happening! No, you, you didn't even know it That was our that was our plan the entire time. Right. I Suck hope you get a cut of this, man. This... No, you get nothing.
4: <laughs> you you got a beer? You want a bottle of something. water? I love it. Yeah, bottle of water. Gotcha. I'll take
1: a <laughs> Thank we, you so much. For we got to the get show. something yeah, first too absolutely. before uh, we start giving you.
2: I yeah. did tease something right before we went to our our mid roll break, um, and I I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up to end our show um what's your feeling about the iCarly theme song
3: <laughs> and and why <laughs>
2: <laughs> and why is it that reaction what's your relationship with
1: iCarly <laughs>
4: no. all right so if there's anything in animation is that you will stare at one second of a video Hundreds of times before moving on to the second second where you will then loop that around and that around. And then you go back on all four seconds of those. And so by the time you're done with it, you can really get sick of a song very quickly. Now, I have nothing against iCarly and the show, but I will tell you that I'm quite sick of the song. Um, it's, It's a glorious song, wonderfully written. I'm just over it. <laughs> why? Why? Why are you over it? Why, why are, you, are you? It's sick too of it? much. It's too much. Oh my god, it's too much. You know, it's funny because when that posted. So for those of you out there that don't know, I had the opportunity recently to do the intro for iCarly. They've got the reboot coming up on Paramount Plus, and that's a super cool opportunity. People know it. Right. That's the cool part about it. Like, I don't have much. to just be like, this is what I do. And, you know, can you imagine that? That's, like, a, you that's can look a name drop. It, right. Yeah, absolutely. So that's you, cool in itself.
2: You said you weren't just some... You know, Rinky Dink animator on this.
4: This was yeah. A this, was first, this was my first. This is my first directing gig, uh, animation directing. Um, not the not the full thing, but it was this really cool opportunity. The people were great. It it really was a, a really neat opportunity. But man, I don't ever want to hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine four hundred times. <laughs> oh my god, Alex,
2: god. go play music. I'm going to get us out of here. you. Yeah, thank
4: you for having me,
2: <laughs> sure. You're fantastic. Like I said, we're going to have you back because um, so. we have so many more things to share. Um, and I, I think at some point I'm going to make you sing the iCarly theme song once you're less traumatized <laughs> by it.
3: Give <laughs> it could have been a couple years.
2: That's right. Fair enough. Hey, this has been Friends with Marketing Benefits. Uh, it comes out every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. So thank you for checking out the show. It's produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. And if you like the show, if you want to support the show, if you want to hear Jordan sing the iCarly theme song, then you should go over and support us on Patreon.com slash
1: LASPodcastNetwork. I do want to hear Jordan sing the iCarly song, so maybe I will go over to LAS Podcast wait you work. patreon <laughs> wow. patreon right. patreon.com podcast network oh man you nailed it yep stuck the landing <laughs> call me uh, call me oh crap what's the what's the flipper girl's Sean's name Johnson. let it go who's let the girl in the Olympics it right go. now it's doing it the flips just, she's the flying squirrel no that's not her what it's, I know what you're talking Simone Biles there call me it. Simone Biles because I stuck the landing
2: I'm proud of you. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Awesome. Jordan, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. And dear listener, we'll check in with you again next week.
0: L.A.S.